0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I have a very special guest with me. We're doing a two-part series, my boyfriend Benjamin Darby and I. Hello. Benjamin William Darby.
1: <laughs> you want to give my date of birth and address as well?
0: Yeah, I could. Um, I've been wanting to get him back on for a while now. Did a little Q and A on my stories and we have so many, so many questions for both Ben and I. So we're going to do a two part series. This one is going to be all about evolving and growing together, keeping the spark alive after five years, dealing with change, anxiety and stress, our beliefs, potentially talking about sex tips, not too graphic, but just keeping the spark alive generally after five years. And what we see in the future for ourselves so let's get started ben do you want to introduce yourself to the audience that hasn't heard you on the podcast before and maybe give a little backstory of how long we've been together and
1: um okay my name is benjamin william darby (laughs) um i've been with mimi for about four and a half years um uh what do you, I've been on podcasts before.
0: I know. So what? What? What do you do? Where do you live? What's your whole deal? I
1: live with Mimi in the Bahamas. <laughs> um, and what else?
0: What do you do for a living? You don't have to go into details, but
1: um, so I I do e-commerce for a living. Okay. Um,
0: How much do you love your girlfriend?
1: Very much.
0: Good. <laughs> yeah. And do you enjoy your life in the Bahamas? Yeah,
1: I love it. It's the best.
0: So you have an accent. Where are you from? I'm British. You're British. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
1: So. Yeah. So
0: just a nice Brit boy living in the Bahamas with his girlfriend. Yeah,
1: met met Mimi me, me in, in 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 London in England. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's been going strong. Mm-hmm. So the first topic of conversation is evolving and growing. Dealing with change, how we've evolved together. We've done a lot together in our four and a half, almost five years. We've moved to two different countries. We've both changed a lot as people. Why do you think we've been such a good match throughout all of this transition in our mid-20s?
1: Um, I just think aligned personalities were just we're just very similar in many ways. We've also had like similar, um, similar upbringings. I think, I think we're in similar kind of classes and we had, we both have one older sibling. We both have parents that are together. We both kind of had similar childhoods, really mm-hmm. not, not too different. um, and whether it's a result of it or not, we um we just have similar desires, similar outlooks. We're just very similar in many ways. Yeah. Despite you being very small and me being <laughs> quite, quite large and tall. That's the yeah. main the main difference. The
0: physical it's so funny because I don't really think about it anymore, but when people often see us for the first time, they're like, wow, you guys look so cute together. It's I'm five foot one and three quarters, so let's just round that up to five foot two. <laughs> and Ben's six foot four. So yeah, we look cute you, and you're funky very together. Small. Yeah, and you're very large. I guess so. Yeah. What do you I think guess, our babies are going to end up like?
1: Um, medium sized, hopefully. Yeah, they'll probably be medium, but slightly Closer to mine. You think your
0: genes are more dominant, huh?
1: Well, I just, from looking at other families, that seems to be what happens. Um, the, usually when there's small kids, both parents are very small. Mm -hmm. Usually usually kids. (laughs) Yeah. Usually kids are a bit taller than their parents anyway. Really? Yeah. Hmm. From, from the last few generations. I mean, maybe that's peaking. Um, but yeah, I think if they're boys, they'll probably be quite tall. So you'll be dealing with well into the six foot boys, I think, definitely.
0: Can you imagine me with a bunch of boys?
1: Yeah. Oh, I've seen that happen in other families. <laughs> um, but if they're girls, I think they'll be medium height.
0: Okay. Well, they can borrow my clothes. Maybe. Maybe so how do we support each other during all of the transitional things that we've done like we've moved we moved to Vancouver for six months you left your nine-to-five job when we were living in London to make this big move with me and then we decided when COVID hit a couple months into that uh, new living situation we we kind of didn't resonate with living there anymore wanted to get out of Canada for so many reasons and how then long
1: did we stay there it was about it was like six five months. months yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we were there for like a month, maybe a month and a half. And then we weren't allowed to leave our apartment kind of thing. Yeah. We were allowed to go to the shop. Yeah.
0: Well, COVID had just hit. It was in 2020. Yeah. And we were in this apartment building and Ben and I moved in together at this time. So we went right into quarantine, moving in together. We had been doing long distance ish for a year before that. And, um, and then Ben moved to Vancouver and he started his own business and my business started doing really well. And we were like, you know what? We can work from anywhere. Let's just do something quite radical and move to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And we love it. Yeah. So do you, I feel like you must trust me a lot to be able to do... Like you, you were pretty sure about the relationship to be able to move to Vancouver with me.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's not that radical because what we were... We were like... Nearly three years in when we moved in together like, yeah. we? we were like two and a half years yeah. so we, i and i don't I didn't think that is early at all um it definitely not, but it was our first opportunity to do that, and it we just seamlessly moved in and it just seemed like there there didn't seem any didn't feel like any transition at all mm-hmm. it just felt like the natural thing to do and
0: I think it improved our relationship. Yeah. Pretty.
1: Yeah, of course. Cause we, no, yeah, but know, it's we... a make
0: or break. A lot of couples that move in together are just are together during quarantine. Like I've heard of so many stories of it being the make or break thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you get easily annoyed at each other, then, then leaving like very little escape time is, uh, is going to aggravate that, but we've never got annoyed at each other from, spending time together, we would stay over at each other's places for like a day or two or maybe three at a time. But we always like wanted, we was never like going to our own homes because we wanted to. It was like, because we kind of had to, because we had to Mm -hmm. like change clothes and all that kind of stuff. I think probably earlier on, we would have been quite happy with that. And we never got bored of each other. And we still to this day haven't unless you have me
0: no, I don't
1: I mean we now spend probably eighty to ninety percent of our lives in the same room <laughs> <laughs> let alone let alone in the same house or whatever um but I genuinely enjoy all of that.
0: me too, yeah, it just feels right
1: yeah, it's nice and it's it's not annoying.
0: How do we support each other?
1: Well, I think we complement each other quite well, don't we? Personality-wise and stuff like that. I think uh for me, Mimi's very like dynamic and full of ideas and um
0: you're more grounding and safe, but that's a really good combination.
1: Yeah, so so Mimi's uh full of ideas and dynamic and stuff and is good for me in that way that it kind of like wakes me out of a, a slumber sometimes. Um, and I get a lot of like new ideas and things via Mimi because I guess she's kind of more connected to um, new stuff that's that's going on.
0: But you keep me connected with the news. I don't know anything about the news until you tell me.
1: Yeah, the news thing's an interesting... Like, I, I wouldn't ever want to be a news addict and I would say like a massive proportion of the population are... Um, but it's kind of, I remember watching my parents watch the news and thinking, this is so incredibly boring. Why are they, why are they watching this every night and enjoying it? But, you
0: just read it on your phone. But it
1: is, yeah, no, I know. But, but the news, when you become an adult becomes like
0: reality, the TV. gossip or yeah. whatever
1: of like, there's not, there's really not that much more to it than that. Um, but yeah, we enjoy, we enjoy some stories. We don't, no, we don't like read into every single thing and nor do I mm-hmm. but but I would often get it before you I guess because you don't subscribe to as much of that kind of stuff yeah um but you do have a bit of an interest in some oh yeah some topics for sure yeah
0: and I like to talk to you about these big world topics because yeah. you're you're stimulating for me like it's interesting to have yeah conversations together yeah. about that um Okay, so let's talk about our healthy routines. What kind of healthy routines do we both have? Um, Any advice for someone listening that has a partner that isn't very healthy and that doesn't, you know... So
1: you mean physically healthy? uh,
0: Mentally, physically. Yeah,
1: okay. Um, Well, you've just started a new kind of like uh, workout.
0: Yeah, Ben's being my trainer right now.
1: A workout split, yeah.
0: Ben has seriously upgraded his workout routine...
1: Yeah, well and he
0: goes to the gym like every single day. And I was in a bit of a rut when it comes to working out, and I was just feeling like I wanted something new. So Ben has been basically doing a few exercises with me every day or so in the gym and just like teaching me some things. So that's fun.
1: Yeah. So so for me, I do um I do like three three gym days and then one day off, and it's like a four-day cycle. Um and it's probably like an hour each session but I try I try and keep it down because it's so easy to go into the gym and waste time and it's an easier workout if you stretch that out but then like people who don't see it assume oh you were in the gym for such a long time you must be working out so much but Mm -hmm. the truth is a better workout is squished into an hour or 45 minutes it's just like with less rest in between Mm -hmm. um and then it also it kind of like wastes less of your day you shouldn't I don't think you should be spending more than, like, 45 minutes or an hour in a day in the gym. You've got to get in, get what you want to get done, done, and then get out. Um, and then the stuff that, that Mimi's now doing is kind of along those lines. There's, like, a few key exercises of, like, areas that you'd want to, you want to work on. But then it's also, like, really achievable. So yours is, like, less time than mine. But you have, like, a three-day cycle, so it's two days. hmm of gym stuff and then a day off, which you like today was technically your day off, but you actually still went and did it. But that's kind of like the idea of what, what I put forward for you is that you're
0: very consistent and I'm so yeah, not.
1: Yeah. But that's why I did, did that like, um, that three day thing with you with just like, you know, a c- couple of core focuses in those two days that you're in the gym, just so that. Once you get into them and you feel a little bit of progress on them, it will spur you on more like it has done with me. Like I didn't get up to doing three days.
0: We'll tell them what the days are quickly before moving on to the next you. question for me. So we're doing a posture day and then a booty day and then a day off.
1: Yeah. So it's like. Because
0: um, my posture. Day one. On. It's not
1: just that. Everyone needs to work on postural muscles. If you sit down for more than two hours a day or something, you've got to work out. It's like your lower trapezius, which is like the mid back muscles and rotator cuffs and things like that that most people those muscles never ever get worked including people that go to the gym and what will always happen is you like round and weaken those muscles and they get stretched out and then you have the bad posture but then you also get more like tired and stuff like that um so it's kind of like just building up those muscles but then hitting those muscles as well burns like a ton of calories and then you burn a ton of calories afterwards because you've like damaged those muscles and they're repairing themselves and you're sore and all that kind of stuff you like your metabolism kicks up for a bit you know while you're repairing um so yeah you've got that postural day and then you've got that um butt day glutes day because you're like you want a nice rounded bum but you don't want thick muscly legs which is like quite a typical thing so you're going in kind of like harder on the on the glutes so we're doing like glute specific stuff and that's pilates stuff that you used to do anyway but then also a bit of heavier weight stuff to like hit the different muscle fibers and you don't mind putting on a little bit of muscle mass in the
0: yeah in the butt, so... Yeah, and I, I also still do my Pilates. I still do my walking. I just wanted to add something a little more interesting because I've just been doing that
1: yeah. for so long. and you fit that into those that three-day cycle. And that three-day cycle is so achievable.
0: I've just been doing this for like two or three weeks, guys. So I... Yeah haven't I've seen a little bit of progress but it's going to be more of like a long-term thing like I generally want to work on my posture my massage therapist every week says that my upper back and my traps kind of area it really needs help so
1: really I didn't know yeah okay it's
0: always very tight yeah so that's something and then obviously booty is something that I just it's
1: it's it's aesthetic
0: it's aesthetic
1: and it's not just aesthetic it's also like a massive muscle group so like working that burns loads of calories and the repairing of that afterwards burns loads of calories. We're supposed to be talking about relationships.
0: I know you just Um, love talking
1: about the gym. Well, well, it's part of the relationship because we're doing that together. But now
0: tell me the advice that you would have quickly. We can wrap up the workout topic. Um, But we can talk about your advice to maybe a girl listening that has a partner that isn't really into being healthy, whether it's eating well, working out, meditating, so on and so forth. Like, how would you inspire, how would you want a girl or one partner to inspire the other mm. to be more healthy?
1: Well, the first thing is I don't think you can f- force them. So you should never come from like a position of forcing them because you've got to let people be what they want to be. Um, but, well, hopefully if they're seeing good results from you and you're, you're just kind of showing your results and doing what you do um, and the positive sides are growing, um, you know, hopefully that can be seen without you kind of putting it in someone's face. And then I think, oh, that's working for her or him. Um, maybe I can try that myself. And then you can do some gentle suggestions. I yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you meditate?
1: I do. I use this app called Superhuman. <laughs>
0: How often though do you meditate?
1: Well, I I used to do it a lot more often. But, Which one's
0: your favorite meditation?
1: Um, I like the calming ones. No, because, you like the
0: body ache aches one. Yeah, or. because
1: that ha- that is very calming. Yeah,
0: but the nighttime rel- yeah I like, relieve body aches and pain. I like
1: the nighttime ones and any ones where I'm just feeling tense and I want to just like bring it down a notch and and soothe because it really really works for that. Thank there's you. N- there's not really anything else that works yeah. like that. Um, and I did. I, ha- I had calm and stuff like that, and and I had another one. Um, but they they really just they really weren't anywhere near as good. And a lot of meditations, yeah, as everyone knows who uses Superhuman, a lot of meditations um, are very kind of like spiritually and stuff like that. And, and
0: you're not really into that kind of stuff.
1: No, I, I just. But I, you for support me, I that don't... I
0: am a little more. Than you. Yeah. Like I believe in manifesting. I believe in the law of attraction, aligning your energy with what you desire. You're yeah. a bit more like
1: no, but there's like there's like in every in every meditation you've got like real practical things. Yes. you know, like yeah. even it's just that, the, it bridges that gap. The breathing and this visualization. I mean, that does the trick. It does. I don't mind if some stuffs other stuffs mentioned, but other apps. It's just pure that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, what other kind of routines do we have in place when it comes to anxiety, stress? Like we're both entrepreneurs. We both get very stressed and very anxious. Um, I know one of the things that we've been doing probably over the past, like three, four months that I haven't really spoken about on the podcast yet. Sometimes we take nighttime CBD in the evenings and we have it on our, couch we have this wooden kind of like platter board we have some books on there we have like my like my blue blocker glasses and then we have binoculars <laughs> we have binoculars <laughs> randomly we got a great sea view here got so a great it's sea view. fun to see yeah we see some weird things in the water yeah like rays
1: things. jump up in the air and yeah. not that you would catch that on the binoculars but, but
0: then bringing it to the point yeah. we also have highline wellness night uh night cbd oil with melatonin and I'm so excited to say that Highline Wellness is a new sponsor for the podcast. I've actually been using their products for months and months before this collaboration even flourished. And as you guys know, with um, with all of the sponsors that I do on all my socials, it's actually products that I use every single day. And Ben can attest to that. We have yeah. Highline. So they,
1: they have the, the nighttime one there and then we there is a daytime one yeah. as well. But I, I would, I mainly use the nighttime one. We
0: both use the nighttime one and I use it probably like three to four times a week. And, and I must say as somebody that does not do drugs, does not drink alcohol, really, I'm really just, I don't like the feeling of not being in control. This is not that at all. It just makes you feel so deeply relaxed. Like your body is sitting on a cloud and the flavor is actually really nice because sometimes when people think of CBD, they think, oh, maybe the flavor is weird. No, this is like a really refreshing minty flavor. Yeah, it's
1: like a gentle mint because So CBD has its own kind of like flavor, but this one has like a nicely infused with I really like, like, like a, it. a kind of minty.
0: And it lasts us so long. And um, it's really high quality too, which is what I really prioritize when it comes to anything i put inside of my body high quality and then also Highline is a very affordable price so if you are interested in trying out cbd especially at night if you just feel like you want to wind down a little bit more maybe you're reading a book you have a cup of tea or you're watching a movie you know on the couch or whatever you're doing taking a bath if you just take a little bit of this highline wellness nighttime cbd oil with melatonin you're going to feel so much more relaxed it's kind of like it has melatonin in it. Yeah, it has melatonin in it. It, It's a tool that I have in my back pocket at all times. And when I'm feeling overwhelmed, especially with work stress, which I can often bring in to the evenings, (laughs) I take a little bit of this and it works like a charm. So if you guys want to try it out, just go to the link in this episode description, press on that link and check out all their top products. I highly recommend the night Oil CBD oil with melatonin. Um, that's my favorite product of theirs. So go check it out.
1: So there are three things that I that I've kind of used that have, and I've just haven't gone back from it, um, which really helped to kind of soothe me and have improved my sleep a lot. What? And that's one. I don't use any caffeine now. Oh I have, yeah, I have yeah. The, the You're de-
0: God's child, aren't you? Well, no,
1: it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not like no, I'm an kidding. achievement. To I'm not kidding. Have He's never
0: had coffee in his life.
1: Yeah, but I have tea. So I, I just do like decaffeinated. So I yes. just don't have caffeine at all. And then and then I have the Highline CBD probably like past 8 p.m. And then also magnesium. Oh, we love night. magnesium. Yeah. So the combination of those three.
0: You sleep like a baby. Has
1: really set. And I used to have quite a few issues with sleeping. I know. Sleeping.
0: But we both sleep like ten hours a night now.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I used to have issues with sleeping, and then I was and just energy levels during the day. I used yeah. to really have uh, issues with that. Whereas that, oh, and then I say the fourth thing is make sure you get into proper daylight first. Uh, first thing in the morning, you don't have to like stand and sunbathe or something, but just like if you can, um, get some daylight as one of the first things when you, when you wake up. Mm-hmm. Those four things have really just sorted me out in terms of energy levels and and good sleep.
0: Love that. So okay, the last topic of this part of our series is keeping the spark alive. And then I have another question after that. But how do you Ben put effort into keeping the spark alive with me? I think I think we really have created a great system where we both feel excited and playful and just invigorated by the relationship and from my opinion it's because we're always making each other laugh we're always being silly we're always there for each other we are just absolutely just in love
1: (laughs) yeah this well for one thing the physical attraction has not faded at all even the slightest bit I think that's just both of us are like constantly improving
0: But even when, because just to give you guys some backstory, five years ago, when I met Ben, I was, I looked different. I acted different. I was really not in my best self, uh, energy nor body. Um, and I just, I didn't feel confident whatsoever, but, but you still say that you were very attracted to me from day one. So it's maybe more of like an energy thing as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I I also think you've got more physically attractive. Oh, yeah. I know I have because I've
0: worked on myself a lot more and I feel healthier and I'm not partying all night long and looking like I've gotten hit by a truck because I've just been hungover, Mm. uh, which was basically the first six months of our relationship. (laughs) Well, we kind of stopped drinking when being together, um, both of us, but. Um, yeah. So, so physical attraction, sure. You know, both of us continually improving ourselves. You've been working out loads. I feel like, you know, I'm I'm not, you know, in the most incredible, well, I'm not going to actually say that I am in good shape, but I have been probably in better shape. I don't know. I don't really care about being perfect anymore. Like I've said this on the podcast before, like I've had moments where I have been a lot more obsessed with being perfect. And it just doesn't make me any happier. And I don't really look that different. So
1: yeah, it's definitely not about being perfect. No, if, if, if you're doing that, then it's about getting incrementally better. That's what it's about.
0: Yeah. It's not working on yourself generally.
1: I I think there should never be any like, specific thing that you're pursuing. Because Also, you, you're going to swing for that and maybe miss it and then give up. Whereas if you just, if it's just a constant improvement thing, that's that's like a real good long-term.
0: Okay. We only have a few minutes left on this part. So tell me, um, not like sexual sex tips, but like what are some things, like how are we aligned from a physical attraction point of view? Cause obviously we, I think we have a very healthy <laughs> sex life. <laughs> You know, I always think that we have sex way way more often than you think because <laughs> you always want it every single second of the day. And I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. give me a sec. Um, I'm more like every other day, every two days type of girl, especially when I'm really busy with work and you could, you could do it all day long. So how <laughs> can we <laughs> – any tips for people that might not have the exact same – sexual routine as their partner or desires or, and I think we have a very good balance of it. I think we're both very happy. So how do we maintain that?
1: How do we maintain that? Um, because we're not that far aligned. I think every other day is fine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's the thing. You, you, you do need to find a balance. Um, but I, to be honest, as I've got older, my, my drive has gone down a bit. Well, yeah, you're 30.
0: you're 30 now. Thank um, God it's going down.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, when I was like 24, 25, yeah, it would be every day needed.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: um,
0: you can sense when I'm ovulating too. It's like the weirdest thing. You just want to have sex when I'm ovulating.
1: And when you're not. I
0: know. <laughs> anyway. Um, so last question. Where do you see our lives in the next 10 to 20 years?
1: Uh ten to twenty. Yeah, ten, twenty years. Um I I would like to see us kind of split between a few countries and to have a nice home slash maybe more than one home. Um and probably with some babies, some baboons. Some baboons.
0: He calls me a baboon, so many baboons. Yeah, or
1: a boon or boon. A-
0: what where were, we, where were you just calling me before this recording?
1: Yeah, so Mimi had a. But
0: what B- what is it? Bagoo?
1: I don't know actually. I forget it. It was a new one. B- it just came to
0: Bagun. Bagoon? Bu- what is it? Bagoogle. Uh, boogle.
1: Be a boogle. That was it. Google. Yeah. Up- um <laughs> So yeah, Mimi had a headache and just wasn't feeling great, so she just lay on the sofa with her head on me and I stroked her hair, and.
0: Call Me a bagoogle and, so, <laughs>
1: and just said comforting words. i was calling you a boogle,
0: Be-google.
1: which you seem to like.
0: I like that. New and thing. then I
1: let you pick my, oh. my beard. Oh,
0: which is, oh, she likes to pluck. I love to and pluck, it, pluck and pick,
1: and that it's so completely soothing. distracted you. And I feel at better. the expense of agonizing pain.
0: Yeah, well, come on, if there is beard and groans, it no, has no, it to needs be to done. be dealt with, sure. All right. Well, I'll see you guys in the next episode. (laughs) Thank you for listening and make sure to go listen to part two.